Hello, and welcome to the Brutally Honest Books podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Gerrand, and I'll be giving you my honest thoughts on the books I read. While the reviews will be short and to the point, they'll include everything you want to know without any spoilers to help you figure out what you should read next. So with that said, let's jump right in. On this episode of the podcast, I'm going to be giving you my thoughts on Therese Ann Fowler's novel, A Good Neighborhood. Although all of my reviews up to this point have been positive, this will actually be a negative review. And I want to mention that right away because I want to add the disclaimer that I don't necessarily want my negative reviews to deter you from reading something or to persuade your opinion. I just want to give you more information and for the review to serve as a way to manage your expectations. Because books cost time and money, so I want you to be better equipped when deciding whether to read something or not. And if you do decide to read it, that way you'll have a better idea of what to expect going in, but without knowing anything about the actual plot or storyline. So with that said, I'm also going to issue a trigger warning for this book on the topics of racism, suicide, white privilege, religion, and sexual assault. But don't worry, these are just trigger warnings for the book, not for my review. As always, I'm going to do my best to discuss what I liked or didn't like about the book, but without giving away any spoilers. I know that I might be coming on a bit strong in the opening of this episode, but I want to be brutally honest with you and to manage your expectations right from the start. So with that said, let's jump right into the review itself. A Good Neighborhood is a fiction book by Therese Ann Fowler that takes place in present-day North Carolina and revolves around a forestry and ecology professor, Valerie, who's widowed and raising her 18-year-old biracial son, Xavier. New neighbors move in next door who are white with a lot of new money, and they have a daughter who's about the same age as Xavier. A conflict emerges over an historic oak tree on their shared property line while the two teenagers become involved with one another, and the story goes from there. This ended up being a really heartbreaking, gut-wrenching, and upsetting read, which is partly what Fowler intended, but I also felt that way in spite of what she was trying to do, which was such a disappointment because I had really high hopes for this book. The description really piqued my interest, and I was excited to see that this was written by Therese Ann Fowler. She wrote a book in 2013 about Zelda Fitzgerald that I heard great things about. So when I saw that there was a fictional story by this skilled author that was going to discuss the subtleties of racial inequalities and tensions in the U.S., I was really excited. But in the end, this was a really frustrating and upsetting read, and not totally in the way Fowler intended it to be. Rather than using the story as an opportunity to wake up the audience to this reality and to guide readers towards changing the status quo, the ending of this book kept America's narrative the same. It was as if the author was painting a picture of what racial inequality looks like today, and it was an accurate one. But then, that's it. She just sort of leaves it. Again, I don't want to give anything away. But because of the way that this book ends for certain characters, it's almost as if the author is saying that the current racial inequality is so horrible, to put things lightly, but writes an ending that will leave white readers with the ability to stay somewhat comfortable once they finish the book. And I can't imagine that being the case for black readers. I honestly can't imagine being African American, reading this book, and being the slightest bit okay afterwards. Whereas if you're a white reader, the story will break your heart too and affect you deeply, but you'll still be able to move on to some degree. And I think that dynamic right there speaks volumes about how Fowler missed the mark. 
I guess this isn't too surprising, though, since Fowler is a white author herself, and she's attempting to write about a Black experience from a Black perspective. I had hoped she was going to do a better job, but unfortunately, that just wasn't the case for me. I will say, though, that Fowler does address the fact that she's white before the book even begins in the acknowledgments. She expresses that, as a white woman, writing a Black perspective could be problematic, but she justifies it by referencing something that the author Zadie Smith said. And for anyone who isn't familiar, Zadie Smith is an award-winning Black British author, and during a talk, a writer had asked her if a white author should ever write from a Black character's point of view. Smith did say that authors should write whatever they want, just as long as they do their homework first. So I really appreciate Valor mentioning this right off the bat, and I would agree with Sadie Smith. So maybe that's where this all went wrong. Maybe Fowler just didn't do a good enough job doing her homework. Some of the ways this was obvious to me include the main character, Valerie, being written as the cliche, angry black woman who had no depth or complexity in any way. I'll also add that really none of the characters had any depth or complexity, which was such a shame because they all had so much potential to be really dynamic. You can also tell Fowler is a white author in the way that the white characters were depicted as well. Even when they engage in villainous or cowardly behavior, I couldn't help but feel like they were given somewhat sympathetic descriptions. This is something that was subtle, but I felt like it was there. But maybe that's just my opinion. Another aspect, though, would be all of the characters' language and behavior. I felt like the white characters were written with ease and incredible believability, which was fantastic. It was expertly done, and I felt so immersed in the book that it never felt like I was reading a book. It felt like reality. But I did feel like when she was writing the African-American characters, it just felt a bit awkward and not quite as effortless or believable. However, despite what you may think after I just sort of trashed the book, there were some good things. This book had a really slow and suspenseful buildup that was masterfully done. Fowler did a great job in planting certain ideas in your head about how the story might or might not unfold, but kept you guessing the entire time. And since you're never sure, you'll stay glued to the story. And this is something that also lended itself to this being a really smooth and easy read that you can breeze through really quickly. This book was also entirely realistic in regards to the small cultural and societal details and racial tensions in middle-class American life. This book was, without a doubt, dramatic and intense, and in a way that made me feel like it was almost a modern-day Shakespeare tragedy. And I think it could have been if the ending had been different, or it had been written by an African-American author. Because the ending could have stayed the same. This story could have kept the ending exactly the way that it is, but the tone that was used gave off a vibe that I just wasn't totally comfortable with. Whereas if an African-American author would have written the story and kept all the events the same, there would have been a much more different tone and voice telling this story, which would have led to having a different emotional reaction. It would have broken your heart, but only as the author would have intended, not despite it too. Because like I said before, the ending is really where this book fell flat for me. After reading it, my initial reaction was just to ask myself, so I just read that for what? I just endured that tragedy for what? And that, coupled with the fact that I would tell any of my Black or African American friends to not read this book, is a major red flag. So this is why I'd give this book two or two and a half stars out of five. Unfortunately, it just didn't live up to my expectations. And although the idea was great on paper, and it did have some impressive aspects, overall there were just too many things that should have been done differently in my opinion. 
specifically in giving the characters depth and complexity and changing certain aspects about the ending. But to close out this review with a little brevity, since this book did elicit such a strong reaction, this could make an interesting pick for any book clubs. My thoughts are, just because you read this book, it doesn't mean that you agree with Fowler's narrative. And even if you and any of your book club members were to agree in any of the dislikes you might have, it'd still be a major conversation starter in discussing where Fowler went wrong or things that could have been done differently. But that's totally up to you. I know that this was a bit of a longer review and arguably more of a bummer, but I think this is important information, especially if you've seen this book at your local bookstore and it's caught your eye like it did mine. And if there's anyone who's listening who has read the book but has different thoughts, feel free to DM me on Instagram at BrutallyHonestBooks. I would love to talk about it further. Until then, thanks so much for listening and stay tuned for the next review. Thank you so much for listening to the Brutally Honest Books podcast. Make sure to subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you're listening from. If you like the show, you can rate and review on iTunes, and be sure to follow along on Instagram at Brutally Honest Books.